Hey, you're listening to the Church League Podcast. Kareem Hunt is a Brown again. Cam Akers is now a Viking. Is that going to help him at all? Probably not. The WNBA Finals or something like that is currently happening, and no one is watching or caring at all. There are tight races between the AL West and the NL Central. Crazy stuff is happening in sports. Let's talk about it. All right, Church League Podcast, Roman, joined by Corey and James as always. How you guys doing? Good, good. We are. I'm just, we're in some new surroundings here today. Yes, the the room has been fixed a little bit. Um, we're in a different section of the room. Face mm-hmm. the other way, actually. Yeah, no, it's weird. Uh, I feel like I'm in the dark, if I'm being honest. And we got to get some lights over here. Your back is to our fantasy board, which I love. Yes, but I haven't memorized, so it doesn't matter. I think, Go we, ahead. Should a, I think we should put a candle in the middle. No, throw somewhere. something out there. You, yeah, tell me, give me, give me a name and see if I can get, let's see if I can get the pick right. Go ahead. Who give me somebody. Tank Bixby? What? Who picked up Tank me, Bixby? Me, I did. <laughs> um, anybody else? Come on, give who, me a, give who me a name picked up um, Young Hoku? Young Hoku? That would be... The kicker for uh, Young Hoku. Didn't... Um, didn't Gabe pick him up? No, close, Damon. Nick uh, picked him up in the first round. Thinking Nick. <laughs> We're going to talk about that later. We're going to talk about fantasy football later. Um, there, there. Uh, I guess things are happening in sports other than football. Um, baseball, uh, we're getting down to the wire here. The AL Central and the NL Central are really close at this point. In the AL Central, the Houston, uh, Houston is up by half a game on the Mariners and the Rangers. Uh, more than likely, the... Uh, second place team in that division is going to be in the wild card spot, um, in the third place wild card spot, which means that they don't necessarily, um, you know, the the other team doesn't actually make it into the wild card, which is going to be kind of sad because there are other teams that have a worse record that are going to get in. Um, but I kind of hate that, but it is what it is. Um, I don't mind it. I mean, there's enough there's enough wild card spots. There there are better teams that won't get in, but right, it, it allows smaller markets. It allows you know, other areas of the country to have something to cheer for. And I think it's better for baseball. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, as of right now, uh, Houston's up by half a game. But, I mean, that, you know, as, as we know, half a game can mean absolutely nothing. It can be gone in a day. So, with the – so, I see the, the AOS. The Astros are 85 wins, Mariners 84, West. and uh, the Rangers at 84. Mm-hmm. Could the Rangers potentially not make it with 84 wins? Correct. They could in the eighty in the eighty something. Well, actually, the Rangers I think have the season has this have the series lead on the Mariners. Okay. So if they make it in, they'll make it in over the Mariners. If they have the same record at the end of the season. Wow, that'd be crazy. Um, yeah. Would be wild, uh, but uh, the NL Central, uh, which obviously myself and Corey are a little bit more interested in, even though the Cardinals are completely out of it. Um, that's a pretty close race between uh, well, for just for the wild card spot, for the wild card not spot, not yeah. not the division itself because it seems to be pretty wrapped up by the Brewers. Seems to be the the Cubs have the Brewers to end the season in, in a series, right? The Cubs also have the the Braves too, mm-hmm. so they've got a tough they, road have, they have a tough schedule. Um, I'm hoping that the Reds can just hang on and get the wild card. I mean, Marlins have a tough schedule. Mm-hmm. The Reds have. Uh, Pittsburgh, they have the St. Louis at the end at St. Louis. Right, which is, so, I mean, I'd like to say that that means something, but it doesn't. It so. does to St. Louis. They'll do everything they can to mess it up. I think that the, the St. Louis would rather see the Reds make it than the Cubs make it. So. I guess so. Well, di- from, uh, you know, like football at the end of the season when people already lock it up, are you think our guys sitting people? Like, do they, is load management coming in play? Or are they looking to in- 
you know, eliminate people just because or um I maybe. I mean, like you'd have to have it absolutely locked up and then maybe you get some of these guys like just in case they need they need some at bats before the the playoffs get here. But what I, what I, what it seems to happen is teams that are hot going into the postseason stay hot. Yeah, they want to stay hot because they, it it kind of just continues to roll right. through. That's yeah. what happened with Philly. Um, that's when the Cardinals, when they won it in 2011 as the wild card, like they were just a hot team. And baseball's different. You got guys who have something to prove. Yeah. So you're bringing guys up. You got you know guys are trying to get a spot on the team next year for teams yeah. that are out. And so they play hard. And and football they try, but um, it's a different mm-hmm. sort of competitiveness when it's the backups and baseball backups. I mean, they they could take spots from guys who are in the in there right now. So um, yeah. so there's going to be a lot of effort the end of the year um we did all attend a baseball game this past week yeah we did um we went to see the norfolk tides play the memphis redbirds um memphis redbirds is the triple a affiliate of the st louis cardinals the norfolk tide is a triple a affiliate to the baltimore orioles so i was decked out in cardinals gear yep and um we got to see jackson holiday got to see jackson holiday fans love him kids are going nuts trying to get autographs i think jackson holiday could have murdered someone and they would still cheer for that guy i'm he by the way matt holiday's son um, if you don't know who Matt Holiday is, he was an incredible player. Uh, won, a, won a World Series with the Cardinals, multiple All Stars with the Cardinals. So Hit Baltimore, bombs. you're welcome. Um, yeah. Jackson, they're actually talking about potentially pulling him up um, from the AAA team to the show. Well, and local for, local for radio season. had talked about that about um, about a month ago mm-hmm. about bringing him straight up, and they said no, we really want to see him go double to triple. Right, and we've I've seen him play twice. I've been in the last two weeks. Yeah, um, we were gifted some tickets, and then we went with the church. We had seventy one for Bayside there. We by did. the way, it was, that cool, was exciting. Man. It was fun. You were cheering for the other team. We were giving you a hard time. Yep. it was a real family friendly event for us, and it was neat to see people just kind of moving around and enjoying it. They had fireworks. It was Star Wars night. Yeah, um, there was a lady not with us in the front, and it was like the first time she'd ever seen fireworks. That's what it felt that like. was. She, she was right next. I to stopped me. watching the fireworks. I'm telling you, there was so much Holy Spirit in her heart right it then. Impressive. It was amazing, and I, I stopped watching the fireworks and was watching her yeah. just fist pumping and. Oh man, it was. If amazing. somehow this does get to the Tides uh, organization, they need to figure out their concession situation, right? Because oh, yeah. I tried to go get food like seven times. It was and crazy. It was the worst thing ever. It was wild. The yeah, I mean the the lines were outrageous. I mean, I went to go get hot dogs, and I mean I was gone for three innings. <laughs> I mean, like it was just. Yeah. I mean, luckily you can still see the field, but like. Ugh. It was I mean, worse than waiting in line or everyone trying to get through. It was just packed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I went on dollar hot dog night. And but that was, it was nuts. They might as well just give you a bag at the door. Just well, like, oh, you were right. able to get like two a piece, and so we all got our fill, and then went back for seconds. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I love some baseball diamond food. We talked about that last week on yeah. the podcast. Some mm-hmm. different foods. Texas I had snowball. some some really good nachos there that they had. Um, some authentic type nachos. They had yeah. some uh, elote, which is that uh, Mexican street corn. So it's some really good stuff. Um, and it was a great night. Weather was perfect. Traffic was what it is, and we yeah. got home. When we got home. No, absolutely. It was a it was it was a good experience. Had a good time. Yeah. Uh, would recommend if you're in the Hampton Roads area, go to a Tigers game. Yeah, um, they're in the playoffs. They're, yeah, they're about to yeah. play in the postseason here in a couple of days. Yeah, um, that would be honestly that'd be exciting. Like if I was going to be in town, I would absolutely try to go to that game. We're going to the Harding lectureships. We're going to the Harding so lectureships for, um, for you, Church of Christers. That you're like, yeah. oh wow, I know about that. And everyone else is like, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, Harvard, you're that smart? No, wrong before school. that, <laughs> I am actually going to the Texas A and M Auburn game. In um, in College Station. Well, that's right. So I probably won't see you because you'll get murdered there. There's a good chance I will be murdered. <laughs> yeah, maybe for, by my wife. For there cheering is a, for the there other is team. A real, there's a real chance I am. 
Uh, I will say that um, after tons and tons of asking if it's okay that I wear my Auburn gear, and my wife is graciously saying, yes, absolutely, wear it, wear it, wear it, a few days ago, she said, no, you probably shouldn't. Um, probably, if I were you, yeah. I would put a shirt on under. That's what I said. And when things get out of control and it's a blowout, yeah. you pull that shirt out. I've, I've you twist cons- it around your head, spin it like a helicopter, P.D. Pablo style. I've considered it. Um, I don't know that I'm going to yell P.D. Pablo, <laughs> but I would, I don't know. Like, that might get you in trouble. I don't know if that's, be done. I don't know if that's church league worthy. might not know that Carolina talk. Right. <laughs> I, I will say that I think that her mind changed when... Um, they realize they're not that good. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, not that Auburn, I mean, like, not that Auburn yeah. is, is great this year, but. But you got a real shot to watch them win. We, Auburn, there is a real chance Auburn wins this game. Yeah. Um, which, and there's a real chance that you may look like a jerk doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. I think and, she realized that when you cheered for the opposite team in a Tides game. Yeah. She wasn't even there for that, by the way. She heard about it, though. That's She awesome. was like, did you really stand up and cheer? And I was like, yeah. yeah. Once there was a moment where Jackson Holiday, who he got, got thrown out trying to steal second. And like everybody got real quiet, and then I stood up and I was like, "Yeah!" I started cheering real loud. And I think, quote, I said, "Sit down up front. Nobody loves you here." Yeah. And my <laughs> wife grabbed my knee and she's like, "You're being really crude. <laughs> like that's harsh." I was like, "You know, I'm joking, right?" <laughs> I did. I there were she didn't know you were talking to Roman. There were a lot of booze from around from like around my space of people. I had it was fun. I did not know it was a good time though. Um, but on to more pressing matters. Yes. Um. Just kidding. The WNBA finals are happening. Oh, um, you had me all set up for the NBA trades. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, listen, the WNBA finals are happening. Who's in it? I don't even know. Um, Las Vegas and New York, those are the two super okay. teams. The teams that uh, should be in it. There's a team from Connecticut, and then there's another team. Oh, cool. So it's like the final four. I didn't know there was a team in Connecticut. I'm going to go step to the restroom real quick while you do this. Yeah, are you? Honestly, That's, not a bad if idea. If you do, you let Finley <laughs> yeah, out. If you, if, you have um, it, if you need to take a break or whatever during the podcast, this is probably a good time we're talking about WNBA. Take, take my dog outside because she snores loud. She does snore really loud. It's um, impressive. I can't though. even find WNBA scores. Is it the, is it the Connecticut Mystics? Suns. Suns. What is it really? I think so. It's not sunny in Connecticut. The fe- what? I don't. I feel like we should probably know this, but oh no, that's how little I care about the WNBA. I'm not even gonna look for it. There it is. Hold on. WNBA. It's the um the wings. The wings. The wings, and they're Dallas. It's like a yeah Dallas wings. It's like a horse with wings. That's like, like a Pegasus. W- it's women in godly service. Wings. Yes. Yeah. That's what that they is. play Vegas, and yeah. then um, the New York Liberty play the Connecticut Suns. Which that's about as appropriate as Seattle have being the Suns. Yeah, that's because the sun never shines in Seattle. Yeah, this is. Um, I don't care. I don't know that I could care. They're so confused. There's some under story. There's some underlying yes. stories. The Suns have a player that's um, scored more playoff points than anybody. Um, yeah, I couldn't tell you who she is. Asia Wilson. Nope. Um, uh, but Brianna Stewart. S- nope. Saw her for the first time last night for, when I was clicking through change. The Suns. Oh, she plays for the Suns. I was just naming people off of Diana Taurasi. The New York Liberty Down. She plays for Phoenix. She still plays? Yeah. Wow. I mean, like, who's... What? <laughs> She's like 48. I could play in this league. Oh, it's yeah. Dewana Bonner. Yep. Dewana um, Bonner. Yeah, so... It's like Dewana Man. It sounds like yeah. <laughs> it's like from a movie. It is. It does. It does. <laughs> but no, I mean, the, the, the NBA, play, NBA playoffs, it's, it'd be interesting. The two super teams, Las Vegas and New York, do you want to see that matchup or do you want to see... Either or both of those teams lose, and it'd just be a mockery of everything. Well, I think you need, to, re- you need to, to retract the word "super." Well, that's what the that's what they've been yeah. branded as. Well, I think you should retract one and see 
Um, we're, hey, we got all know, sports fans listening. We do, so. and I want to be realistic about where I am at as a human being. I kind of want to see those teams play. That's INSQ and all the ladies that you mentioned. Yeah. Um, and, and see which team's the best. But part of me wants to see both the underdogs win and those teams not even make it to the finals and and be like, this is what you that get would for be putting two super worst teams case scenario for the WNBA because there's collusion, obviously, with these players all getting together. Sure, um, but they're not even they don't even care in the WNBA because they're trying to build a brand. That would be the worst. Yeah, if they don't make it, that would be the worst case scenario. Right, and if it happened in the NBA, there would be some serious. Well, repercussions. those trades have gotten declined. Like Chris right. Paul to go play with Kobe at one yeah. point was declined. Yeah, um, which was dumb. Now looking back at it, like whatever. So. Um, I'll, I'll pay attention to the finals if if it's one of those situations. I might watch a highlight or two. Um, but I'll send you highlights. Thank you. I'll look at them, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, Dwight Howard to the Warriors. That's exciting Yeah. Uh, for some people, I guess. Uh, he's been... I mean, he's tearing it up in Asia, dude. Like, he... Yeah, in I mean, Asia. He was crushing it. It was wild. I mean... Dude was averaging like 20 and 20. Do you think stupid. he's more comfortable playing there than he is in the NBA? Now? Yeah. Um, I think I he was know. great in the NBA, and then he kind of lost his identity. And I think, you know, certain times I'm more comfortable as a speaker from a podium I've been at before mm-hmm. or from a place that I'm comfortable with. Like I spoke at Chapel at Norfolk Christian yeah. just on Wednesday, and it's my second or third time. And it's still a little uncomfortable because it's a bunch of kids you don't necessarily know. But the more time I spend around them, the more I'm – Able to just deliver, right? You know, and feel like I'm I'm in my zone, right? I think now he's more comfortable in Asia than he is in the U.S. Well, yeah. Some of those players, like Stephon Marbury and yeah. a handful of other guys, they go over there and just they don't they're come kings. back. They're kings. Yeah, they're kings. They over make there. they make a good deal of money. They're I mean, good night. Well, it's like it's like Messi coming and playing soccer. Right. It's like in America, I- I- Ibrahimovic <laughs> coming and playing soccer in the United States, right? That's I mean, funny. It's, it's well, like so Ibrahimovic said he was like he's like. I'm still a Ferrari over here. Like, yeah. And, and you're like, oh, all right. <laughs> like, I mean, it's the truth, though. I mean, like, they can come yeah. over here and immediately become the best player in, like, in the whole league, whereas they were absolutely falling off. In he, he put a billboard up in the city he was going to for himself. Yeah, I mean, listen. That, that says enough. That sounds like Deion Sanders. This is exactly like something Deion Sanders would do. True. Are we uh, going to talk he about Deion himself Sanders a mon- today? He, Deion called no, himself a monument. As long as I can throw him <laughs> under the bus at some point. I like I that you said Deion in that prime. Because I, I refuse to call yeah. him that. Um, I refuse. When someone tells me I have to call them something, more often than not, that's not what I'm Did any of them. you stay up till 2 in the morning to watch the end of the Colorado-Colorado State game? No. No, I was about one, some one o'clock, and I was like, "This I is not worth it." I didn't watch any of it. Were any of you wishing Colorado State won that game? I wanted Colorado State to annihilate Colorado. Yeah, I didn't want it to be close. When I saw the score and they were up, I was like, "Heck yes!" I did until um, Colorado State took the cheapest shot I've ever seen. Travis Hunter on Travis Hunter. Yeah. You think that was that? It was the yes. cheapest shot you've ever seen. It was pretty cheap in college. It was ridiculous. Like the play was over. It was and a bad was pl- Straight in the. It into was the bad. Ribs. It was a bad play. It was a like bad play, run. and it was early in the game. And there were some other sort of cheap shots kind of going on. So right. some personal foul penalties. But it was, and the guy showed no remorse. I thought for sure he was going to get ejected. Well, the guy was like, "Did you see the eye gouge two plays before?" They showed it on replay, but I didn't. That's well, that's hard the to man see. Got raked in the eye. Yeah. They showed it later. Yeah. And you were like, oh. All right. Yeah, well, it was you, it was ugly altogether, but that was so. The cameras are on it. It was a play. It was 
it was that's where the ball was going. You know, like everyone's watching that play. Eye gouges are almost impossible to pick up unless you're just really looking for them. It's like what happens in the pile on a fumble, right? But the, it I was mean, just it was kind of. Do you think that up. if that wasn't Travis Hunter, that wasn't Colorado, we'd be talking about it? No, no, of course yeah. not. So I'm. But here we are. They're doing it to themselves with all that hype that they're bringing on. Yeah, I mean, like, it's a rivalry. Is game? it them? I mean, ESPN is definitely into the hype. I mean, oh, prime yeah. prime and helping. Right. Um, and I'm not saying that like his son isn't good. I'm not saying that Travis Hunter isn't good. Um, they clearly are good, but you, they also clearly struggled against Colorado State. And I'm like, mm. well, see what happens this week when they play Oregon without mm. Travis Hunter. Yeah, yeah. But they may rise to the occasion. Who knows? We don't need to probably talk about it too much because it's already getting enough airtime, evidently. Uh, Dwight Howard, I don't know. It, um, looks like Golden State's getting a little older, which I don't know if that's better for them. <laughs> so bring in another old right. guy, right? To bring that's another old do. guy. That's what they do. Um, you know, we'll, I don't even know if he'll play quality minutes, and by oh, the no. time the postseason comes, so I mean, it's going to sort of be like Deontay Jordan just sitting on the bench and being a good role model for the other kids. I don't even know if that's the case, right? Um, so I'm assuming, I'm hoping what he what he is is he's like the JaVale McGee from like two seasons, two or three seasons ago. Yeah, where he comes in, gives the big guys a break, plays solid defense. We don't need anything else out of him. Yeah, um, picks up some fouls. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what he's gonna do. I mean, he's huge. Um, he seems to be in good shape, right? Um, so he's not having to shoot outside or anything, and so just this do all fair. the dirty work. Um, all right, NFL football is currently happening. Um, we're in week three. We're about to be into week three, and um, there have been some surprises, some disappointments, some teams that are looking way better than I thought they were going to look. Um, I you know kind of want to throw that out there to you guys. Um, is there a team that has been surprising or disappointing to you at the start of the season? Um, now is this, is this teams or is this fantasy? Are we teams, teams? Just not not fantasy, just teams in general. Yeah, we'll talk about fantasy after. <laughs> we, we were talking about fantasy. It was getting hot and heavy, <laughs> and we had to like say, "Hey, save it for the podcast." Um, I would say teams. The Rams are really surprising to me. I kind of thought when Cooper Cup had the injury and they set him on IR that it would be, yeah, um, they would kind of be taking a break. Their offense looks really good. Um, they've got some waiver mm-hmm. wire guys that um, man are being shocking. Puka Nakua and um, what's the running back? Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams. So um, they definitely look like a viable offense. Yeah. Um, biggest disappointment for me is the Bengals. I'm Dude, a Bengals yeah, fan. Absolutely. Um, I'm a Colts fan, Bengals fan, and um, I've got Joe Burrow on my team, and I don't want to drop him. But he's injured, and they're trying to play him through that injury, which is yeah. They, they mean, can't they get look, anything going. They look rough. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I know we talked about the fact that like Joe Burrow is not like a first game player. Like he looked real bad that first game. Yeah, every year he does. Um, and it's because he doesn't play a lot of preseason. He's coming off injuries almost every year, but um, but he he kind of turns it around. He just doesn't have that energy yet. Yeah. Owen two is tough, and it doesn't look like he's going to play Monday night. Yeah, I mean, I I think it'd probably be better in general for the Bengals if he didn't play on Monday night. Yeah, I'm like, conflicted because I don't want him to play him. But then, as far as a fantasy team, uh, he's my top guy, and then my other guys hurt. Well, you can, you don't want to go zero and three, right? Right. I mean, and that's you know, who do we? I'd say uh, for me, I'd say Dolphins. Dolphins are two and zero, oh, and then you know with yeah. uh, Rogers going down, I mean, they could just control that that division, right? I mean, you got the, the Patriots, too. They're not impressing anybody. Right. The well, Bills, I'm, they're not doing I'm much. I'm kind of surprised by the Patriots. They look, they were competitive. 
They yeah. look good with Mac Jones. Um, they had a chance with both games. They were putting up a fight with both both games. And then that's part of that's Belichick, but I don't know if Belichick's is as on point as he used to be, but yeah. th- there's a lot of hype for the Patriots. I don't well, think that's they can two get games at division. home that they've lost back to back. Yeah. But they've had to, they've had a really tough start. I mean, Tampa Bay at two and zero. Yeah, like Baker Mayfield is, Baker. is surprising. Baker Mayfield and like Rashad White as your main running back, who didn't look terrible last week. No, um, but I mean, he has looked good, and I'm surprised. I mean, I, I'm I'm not that I'm like the biggest Baker Mayfield hater, but he is known for his inconsistency, and I know that's only two games, but like. He's looked sharp in two games. Yeah. Well, he's not your your typical quarterback. You know, he's not the the six five pocket passer. You know, right? I mean, Atlanta two and zero. That's Atlanta's wild. Yeah, I mean, they if you are. were to tell me that Atlanta's two and zero, Saints are two and zero, and, and yeah, the NFC South, and the Bengals are zero and two. I yeah. would have never. Are believed. the Saints two and zero as well? Yeah, the so NFC that's South. It's two and zero, two and zero, and uh, Panthers are zero and two. Everybody yeah. else is two and zero. Wow. Oh, well, Baker figured out Mike Evans. Mike Evans was unstoppable last week. Yeah. That was great for him. Um, so, you know, uh, it's going to be interesting. I think Baker, he looked decent at the end of last year with the with the Rams. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting to see if he kind of has a, a, a second or second second chance. Is this his third chance with the team here to really prove it? Yeah. Um, I tr- trust yeah. him more than Desmond Ritter. Right. Um, the Absolutely. Atlanta Falcons, their run game looks really good, and their defense looks pretty good. Yeah. But um, I just don't. I think they got the luck of the draw with some of their matchups so far. Speaking of defense, the Dallas defense oh, is is ludicrous how good it looks. Yeah. I mean, like, not that I thought that the New York Giants were this offensive powerhouse, but to score zero points the first week is wild. And then to follow it up with, I know, an Aaron Rodgers-less Jets team. Yeah. But, I mean, it was just... It just dominated me. We both look kind of foolish for not picking up the Cowboys defense. We picked up I picked up yep. 49ers, you Eagles, yeah. and then two picks later, um, um Carson got um the Cowboys and yeah. they the Cowboys defense is what beat you in your matchup this year this week. Cowboys yeah. have the Last biggest week. difference in uh their points for 70 points against 10. Yeah. Wow, that is wild. Yeah. Um that's also slightly hurt me in fantasy because Dak Prescott hasn't had to throw the ball. And um and they could rest Pollard. I mean, they've been way up. Have been way up, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll, they'll choke though. They'll, I, sh- I mean, honestly, they got Arizona this week, so it's not looking like the defense is going to do anything worse. Yeah, I think th- the Jets have to be in that most disappointing as well, just because Aaron Rodgers getting hurt was a huge disappointment for the game. Yeah. I know people were wanting to see that. Um, there's a lot of talk about what are they going to do with a quarterback and things like that. But I mean, they they they're one and one. They won a game against the Bills. The Bills looked super disappointing, and then they came back and they looked amazing in the second game. So, right. but the Jets—that whole story is just disappointing for that that whole franchise, that whole group of fans. Yeah. Um, so the Browns added Cream Hunt after the Nick Chubb out for the season. Let's talk about that, um, man. That's... That dude is evidently one of the most likable players in the league. Yeah. And that injury is pretty much what happened in college. Yep. So he was sort of ruled out at Georgia. He's probably never be able to play again after basically tearing every ligament and having a yep. dislocated knee. Came back to to get drafted, to be one of the best running backs in the league yep. and have that injury again. You could see it on his face. It just was heartbreaking. Yeah. And I don't know with the amount of miles he has, the years he has in him, he can come back. Was like it the same knee ending. that he injured? Yeah, same yeah. knee. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, done. super unfortunate. And you know it's bad. When Harrison was watching, he said someone just got hurt, and they said it was too bad to replay. And I'm like, what? I've seen some replays. Yeah. Too bad to replay? And then I don't know if it was that was the case, but it was just right. it was really gut-wrenching. Yeah. They've gotten a lot, lot 
strict, I don't know, stricter, uh, yeah. showing replays of injuries. Yeah. I feel like they can't, you know. I'll I mean, tell you who isn't basketball. I mean, college basketball. I mean, I've seen some oh, broken legs, yeah, and you're like, man. holy cow. Um, um, but it was just dis- really disappointing. And the Browns, they made a good move, I think, by getting Kareem Hunt. He yeah. knows the offense. I think he's just still going to be the backup. Jerome Ford's their guy. If they wanted Kareem Hunt, they would have re-signed him beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, they would have brought him back, and they didn't. So I think Jerome Ford's going to get the most run time, but I think it's going to hurt him. Anybody who picked him up quick or had him stashed away in fantasy, I'm probably going to be a little disappointed because they're going to steal each other's right. Um, you know, play in the backfield. I think it may help Deshaun Watson because now the pressure to just hand it off to the guy who's the, one of the best running backs in the league is sort of gone, and now he has to create. He has to throw more, and I think if he gets that old Deshaun Watson through that, I think he could be a really good yeah. option. Yeah, oh, for sure. Uh, and then Cam Akers, the Vikings. Um, woo. We're talking about WNBA NBA basketball again? Kinda I mean, what it feels like. For me, Cam Akers is not even a conversation. Yeah. I mean, he can't – for the Rams to be as good of an offense as they are and him be irrelevant every year, all the years with them. Right. And then go to the Vikings where Alexander Madison is basically just a Cam Akers 2.0. Mm-hmm. They've got two guys that are going to be worthless. Yep. Yeah, I am i don't think this really makes them a better team other than maybe giving... I'll do a public apology if he turns out to be great in Minnesota. Well, but I hope he does. He I mean, yeah. I don't want a player to just obviously tank because he doesn't like where he's at to go to a team and feel like he wants to play. I don't think he wants to play. I think he got paid at a certain level, and he's happy with that. But yeah, this is fair. This is true. Um, uh, so, obviously, looking at, at people who have been picked up and um, you know injuries and whatnot, uh, that plays into your waiver wire pickup for fantasy, um, things that uh, may or may not really help your team in the long run uh, or maybe just for a week, uh, depending upon what your needs are. Uh, I... Um, regrettably, uh, first week, I picked up Puka Nakua and I kept him, thank the Lord. Uh, and I also picked up Kyron Williams in that same waiver wire pickup, and then I dropped him um, before all of this had happened, before he had an incredible second week as well, and uh, I didn't get him in the second week. Um, so somebody else got him. Um, that's fine. Well, Nick got him. Nick had Cam Akers, so it's a really great pickup for him Absolutely. right now. Because now Cam Akers is on a different team. Sure. And he could end up with two ones. I don't know if Cam Akers is right. going to – Cam Akers is probably going to hit everyone's waiver wire at some point in our league. Yeah. Um, someone may hang on to him because running backs – there's been a lot of running back injuries. Yeah. yeah. A lot. So, like, running backs right now – or you kind of want to hang on to him. But our waiver wire situation is very interesting mm-hmm. um, because we're uh, can't trade until the beginning of week five. So after week four, um, waivers are very important. First two or three weeks, you find out who the real waiver wire gems are, um, right. usually in that time frame. And our lowest teams get to pick the waivers up first. So we don't do a bidding system. It, yeah. doesn't, um, it doesn't change. So if you pick somebody up – the strategy that I regret this week, um, I, there were a couple running backs, um, Kyron Williams and Jerome Ford, that I obviously put on my waiver wire just in case someone lost their minds. And I'm second in our league. So I, the nine spot, I'm not going to get them. And then I have Firemuth, who has been a dud so far, and I hate dropping him. But I've got to get somebody because I'm, I'm in a really competitive matchup this week. So I go for Hunter right. Henry, and I got him. But I wish I didn't because if I didn't get any waivers – I would have had, in the reset order, I've had the priority over guys who did. 
And so then Tua came open, which would be a great matchup for me and Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, but I won't get Tua because I picked up Hunter Henry. Tua or yeah. is he just out yes, there? Yes, Nick, Nick dropped Tua to get Kyron Williams. Uh, which for Nick, who has Patrick Mahomes. Who has Patrick Mahomes. Like why yeah. also? I mean, the only thing I can think of is that he could have held on to Tua and then traded him yeah. um, and used – but then got and then dropped somebody else. I'm sorry, I'm looking at the board. He could have dropped somebody else. See, I look um, at the board. I don't even think he has Jarek McKinnon or Deion Jackson anymore. Nah, but he could have dropped Dalton Schultz if he even yeah, had the him second still. tight end that uh, he's not using. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, yeah, he had, he had options. Uh, if I'm him, I don't know that I'm dropping. He's he's dropped Dalton Schultz already too because I yeah. was looking at him on waivers. So um, I mean, it's it's shocking when I look at some of these. That's half his team has been on waivers already. <laughs> Carson's the same way. He picked up five guys this week. And he's the number one. And I'm not talking burgers. Like, he picked up five different players, and he's the one. So he's just working the way he's, – he's such a try-hard on working the waivers. I know that sounds like a negative thing, but he works real hard yeah. to get all those moves. He picked up um, Kareem Hunt. Oh, I thought about picking him up Sunday night or Monday night because he was green, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to drop um, – you know, what's the running back that I've got um, – a bear, what's his name? Oh, Her- Khalil Herbert. Khalil, Khalil Herbert. Yeah, I didn't want to drop him because he's a one in that da- in um, Chicago, but Chicago is a mess right now. Pittsburgh's a mess right now, so I got a bunch of guys. I don't know if I can play. Yeah, I mean that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, obviously, I regret dropping Kyron Williams week one, but right. I I um, I don't have guys in my bench that like I really want to drop. It's the keeper league part of that as uh, yeah, well. Yeah, we have a keeper league. So if there is any if there is anyone that was drafted in the fifth round or higher. Um, they automatically go back into the pool for 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 the draft next year. However, uh, if they are drafting the sixth round or later, and they're on your team at the end of the season, you have the ability to keep. Um, do we say two or three? Uh, two. Do we say three? I thought it was three. I it was think three. three we right. get to, you get to keep three of them. Yeah. Um, and then you those get be, to or you have to. You don't. No, you, you get to, to. You don't have to. And those become your last three picks of next year's draft. So I don't. Because if anybody. it was two, I would. I, I've got Flowers, Pickens, Richardson. The possibility of Rashad White, James Cook. Yeah, I've got some really good possible possible guys to keep, but um, but I don't want to move any of them right now because Flowers looks startable, Pickens looks startable, right. as much as even Garrett Wilson is right now because the quarterback's a mess. So mm-hmm. I I have so so much talent that I think people would pick up and I would regret losing that I'm kind of paralyzed. Yeah, um, um, I'm worried about yeah like I'm worried about dropping somebody like like Tank Bigsby is the is the handcuff to Travis Etienne, who I have. Yeah. I'm worried because Travis Etienne isn't necessarily known for you know being the healthiest individual. That if as soon as I drop Tank Bigsby, Travis Etienne gets hurt and like. How many running backs do you really need though? You also have Tony Pollard, Alvin Kamara, and Brees Hall. I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that I need all of those, but like Alvin Kamara and Brees Hall are keepable because they're yeah. in the sixth. And I picked those up in the sixth and seventh round. So like. It would be nice to not have to think about uh, <laughs> James is over here doing the math. It, like, would, it would be nice to not have to think about running backs next right next yeah. year, and then I can just go three three four wide receivers in a row, or I can go get the Travis Kelsey Patrick Mahomes stack immediately. Yeah. So last week we were going to talk waivers, and I kind of said I don't know if I'm comfortable talking waivers with two other guys that are going to be competitors in this. Right. We've already done our initial waivers this week. This is a yeah. Thursday today, right? Yeah. But because two is available, he comes off of waivers tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you came in, what, yesterday morning and said, 
you don't even need to put in a waiver for Tua because I'm already picking him up. Yep. And in my head, I was like, oh, I should not have went for the tight end, right? Right. And then we sort of brought it up, and James came in. He's like, oh, yeah, I've got a waiver for him, and I love it, right? Because yeah. you, there could be somebody else with a Tua waiver. But it's a, it's, there will be multiple. There will be multiple people with it. But it, it's really discouraging. I was, Even today, I thought, this is terrible, and I would not have done this, but I thought about coming in and getting on Roman's computer and changing his waiver pick <laughs> <laughs> just so two would come available. I mean, it would be a definite um, conversation for me right? Um, to sort of – it would change the, the look of my team, especially because um, Joe Burrow is, is looking really rough at the beginning of this year. But I'm not dropping Joe Burrow. Hopefully, he has some great weeks, and I, I trade him off. Well, it's the same thing. Yeah. I, I Lamar. Lamar's doing nothing. Like yeah. he's just a bust right now. Yeah, uh, his potential is through the roof, though. He's, like, he's yeah. so his tradable, ceiling though. is higher than every other quarterback ceiling. I think you say he's a bust, and I haven't even been paying attention. If you would have, if we could trade right now, and you'd offered me Lamar, I would have been like, yeah, I'm gonna have to get Lamar. Yeah. I'm in a quarterback conundrum over here. Right. Um, what's crazy is I'm watching a lot of. Um, fantasy talk on different forums and it's like you should be thinking about the buy low sell high trades of this and that and we can't even trade yet and i'm driving me nuts love it can you do a early like handshake kind of deal sure like, hey well, hey, <laughs> hey when we're done i'll make a deal wow. we, can, we can let roman talk you do for a know while. that i am the you're really gonna get deals behind the commissioner's back in front of the commissioner sure. that, like can, you, i mean you can't it can't be processed but you could like start talking to people like yo hey uh we oh five. yeah i mean absolutely you can start talking i'm to gonna people. i'm gonna yeah. message the league right now i am open for conversations <laughs> for trades oh, what? i mean you might as well i'm definitely after this week i am because week four yeah. I want people already thinking about who they want from my team or who they're willing to give up because week five is going to happen quick. Yeah. I have and a feeling it's going to turn into chaos too because you've pushed it back. I'm so gonna, now everybody, it's just everybody's going to have a whole new team. I'm going to have a, a lot of trades to process, I think. <laughs> I think it's interesting. I saw a league who, whenever a trade comes open, everyone sees it and they get to counter that trade. Ooh, so if oh, you and I, I put a trade out, it goes live, and everyone else is like, that's good, but I'll give you this for that person. And it creates – because last year, there was a trade that I had accepted that you were you were processing, and as soon as you processed that, I went traded – I went for another trade, and no one knew that I'd already had this other trade approved. Yeah. And I ended up getting both accepted, and my team was loaded at that point. And you were like, Corey, you know if these go through – it's going to change the face of this league. And I'm like, it's not my problem. <laughs> it's your problem, Commissioner. <laughs> and and so if it went public, would it have been a, uh, the second trade would have never went through. They were both fair trades, well, that's but the, given the, the information of fair. the first trade, yeah. it would have been different. As long as you're not taking advantage of the week, you know, and just, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, this this year, I think no one has a really big excuse in our league because we all everybody was in it last year. So, yeah. like, we all know. Yeah, I mean, the training wheels are off. For the guys who are... I'm offering trades too. If it if it fits in the criteria of being acceptable, I'm not I'm not questioning it. And and I, there there's a good possibility that I can make some trades this year that'll just flop. I've been very fortunate with some of the trades I've had in the past. And really, I haven't won a league without trading. So I don't know has anybody. I mean, these no trade leads. I, it would be miserable. Just uh, I've done waiting a, on waivers. I've done a few no trade leagues that it was interesting. It wasn't as fun because there weren't as many like. There was less interaction, right? Uh, which I appreciate trades. Like I think yeah. it's a, it should be a part of fantasy football. That's you appreciate the I'll trade you this guy for some wings or hey, a pickleball worked. paddle. I mean, this <laughs> did dude, it work? You want to talk about it trades work? and the the art of the deal? 
was worth it. It was, but it was worth it. They're all youth kids. <laughs> they were. That's why we have um, just grown adults in this. Hey, I will year. say, youth kids that did not finish last in the league. <laughs> I want to throw that out there, Chris Denny. Um, <laughs> actually, they finished like sixth or seventh. They knew what they were doing. They also ransacked their dad's team. That was always um, the issue. We've probably talked right. about this before, but I haven't been in a league where father and sons have been together, and those teams haven't just melded into one at the end of the year because yeah. they were tired of losing. So. Right. Um, all right. So I know we we're talking about fantasy, but I do want to talk about just football in general. I want to go through the games that we got coming up uh, and just do some pickums um, so that you guys can. I just want to hear our thoughts. So tonight, New York Giants, San Francisco. Um, they're giving the Giants 10.5, which is wild. Um, the 49ers defense is super good. Uh, I mean, I, I'm. Where's it at? It's in San Francisco. It doesn't matter. It, it didn't matter, though, I would agree. San Francisco's winning that game. I mean, yeah. you're no yeah. Saquon for at least three Do they like cover? Does, does San Francisco cover? Or does, do the Giants cover? I mean, it's 10 and a half. I don't think so. I, no. I think it'll be at least 14-point game. Yeah. I mean, it, I can see that happening. I, yeah, because there's no Saquon this week, no more Saquon. than likely. Yeah. No. Oof, yeah, you're right. That's a San Francisco easy, I think. Um, and then uh, Indianapolis at Baltimore. Ravens. I think Anthony Richardson, it looks like he's not going to play. At least yeah. the projected points are like .83. Concussion, right? Yeah. So, And, and there have, hasn't been a player who's gone in concussion protocol that's come out of concussion protocol in less than seven days yet. Yeah. And it's yeah, probably a good thing so far, which is a good thing. So I would be shocked if they put their rookie in that position, especially how great Gardner Minshew's been playing, a great, good Gardner Minshew's right. been playing. So yeah, like Jalen Waddle's in the same boat. Yeah. He's concussion. Um, and I would assume that because of the stuff with Tua, that they're going to be extra precautious. I don't expect Jalen Waddle to actually play this coming week. Um, though he could, I doubt it. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Tennessee, Cleveland at Cleveland. Um, Titans. I'm going to say Titans because no Nick Chubb. Yeah, I think the Titans are better than they look. They've had they had a kind of a sketchy loss the first week. There was some calls. There were some yeah. things. Um, I think the Browns got to figure it out. Deshaun's look kind of rough, and then without without Chubb, what are the, the points Titans on that? Come in and win. Uh, three and a half to Tennessee. So yeah, um, we'll say oh Atlanta at Detroit. Um, I'm going to say Detroit every day of the week. Um, yeah. Atlanta's 2-0, and but... St. Brown may not play. He looks like a turf toe. Which would be great for Sam Laporta, for me, personally. Sure. And my fancy team. Um, New Orleans at Green Bay. This one says it's going to be super close. Point and a half. I'll go to New Orleans. You said at Green Bay? At Green Bay. Yeah, New, Orleans New Orleans is... They're an interesting team because yeah. they're waiting on um, Kamara. Um, Williams was out last week. Um, Jamal Williams was out, and they still figured it out. Yeah. The Taysom Hill experience, um, he threw a couple passes, caught a couple balls, ran the ball. Yeah. They're just gutty. I think um, Derek Carr really has a chip on his shoulder. Mm -hmm. And so right now, every game is sort of ugly, and teams don't look as good as they could. Yeah. And they're winning ugly games. I think – they could be a really weird five and O team. You're when like, you're two and O, waiting on your star or star running back. So, yeah. um, and then they could they could really suffer when Kamara comes back because then they have to mess figure up out their game to, plan. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. Know. but they they seem to be able to work on the fly better than any team in the league right now. Uh, Houston at Jacksonville. I mean, I think that's a Jacksonville. We're not even Sunshine. talk about how bad Houston. Hey, is. Hey, C.J. Stroud though has not thrown an interception. Right, he's looked. 
he's looked really good. He's a great thrower. Sure. Um, I think of him and Bryce Young. I watched Bryce Young play against New Orleans. Um, you know, he looked like this in Alabama too. He's so casual, right? That it doesn't look like he's really aware of what's going on, but he is. Yeah. Um, it was just, it was, I don't know. There weren't the flashes of like, oh, I could see how they're going to build a team on him. Like Anthony Richardson right now, he's he runs so well, mm-hmm. and he's doing really playing more balanced than I'm like. I think he may be a more viable NFL quarterback moving yeah. forward because Bryce Young it won injury and he's in trouble. Right. So CJ Stroud is impressive. I didn't know if I would say that. I wanted the Colts to stay away from him, mm-hmm. but he's looked pretty good so far. Uh, Denver at Miami. I think this is a Miami win. I think Denver's going to start zero and three, which sucks for Denver. But I just you don't think the Dolphins. I mean, at Miami, you don't think the Dolphins could just not pay attention and I mean. The with Broncos the, are going to win waddle? games, right? May, not not this week. Not. I, I don't think this week. Um, not against I don't Miami. Think so either. I'm, I'm picking Dolphins, but like, I don't know. I mean, that's a good coach. I'll take Broncos. There you go. I think Russell Wilson come out the hole, just throw some balls. He's, He's looked great. I need him to get something to court with Sutton, too. So. Yeah. He's looked great at the beginning of the games. All their scripted plays, like second half, beginning of the second half, they're like 80% completion rates. They're right. one of the best offenses in the league. And once the wristband comes off, he looks pedestrian, yeah. and I yeah. think they're gonna they're just gonna put him on a wristband. Yes, they should. Which is crazy um, to think about. And then probably these are two teams that we didn't say that we were surprised or disappointed by. We got two zero and two teams in the Chargers and the Vikings. Um, Who are you more disappointed with? The Chargers. I'm more disappointed Absolutely. than the Chargers yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, Eckler was hurt. Doesn't look like he's gonna play again this week. Yeah. So I mean, I I think the Chargers are start zero and three. I'm gonna pick Minnesota. Uh, it's in Minnesota. I think Justin Jefferson is angry about last week, and you're about to see him go for 200. I think Minnesota's going to lose. They're going to talk more about Cousins to the Jets. I'm crossing my fingers that they figure that out so he can turn Garrett Wilson into Justin Jefferson. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because I would really – that would be very fortuitous for me. It would be. But – I yeah, don't know. I mean, the, I think the Vikings were lucky last year with their start. They won a bunch of close games. Yeah, they did. Um, they're running. Their backfield looks terrible. It does. And um, and the Chargers are. They're not gonna. They're they're a great team. I think they've got really good, really good players. They they seem to get good at the end of the year, which is mm-hmm. always unfortunate. Yep. Um, I say great team. Great teams win early, so they're not a great team, but they're a good team. I'm shocked that they're owing to. Yeah. Uh, James, who you got? I got Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers. Good for you, man. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm the only one. All right, here we go. Uh, New England and New York, the Jets. The Jets versus the Patriots in uh, New York. I got New England taking this one. I think they look better than the Jets. I still have no faith in Zach Wilson Yeah, at all. Yeah. Uh, if they play Brees Hall like they did him last week, I'm like Brees Hall is, their, is the better back, and they're not playing him. I don't know what they want. Do you I just go wild card it. with them and not even worry about Wilson? <laughs> honestly, maybe. I mean, like, I don't know. I don't. I get it that Wild maybe they're cat, trying to s- they're trying to save Brees Hall, maybe by using Dalvin Cook. I don't get it. I'll tell you what. Um, there have been a lot of discussion. Um, can Bill Belichick just shut down Garrett Wilson? I don't think you need to. <laughs> no, I think I think Zach Wilson shuts down Garrett Wilson already. Yep. So shut down the running game and right. make him throw the ball. If you shut down the running game and you put some pressure on him, and you're going to get pressure on him from just a normal front. Because he's he's flighty, he's scared. He runs back and throws these, yeah, um, you know, these plays from way behind the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, I hope Garrett Wilson keeps doing what he's doing and getting one big catch and saving his fantasy value. Right. But I think if they shut down the run with the Jets, and I think the Patriots can, the Patriots are going to win. They're a more balanced team. They've looked better already this year. And their defense is just – they're not as good as the Jets, but I think their defense is better than the um, the Jets' offense. So if you you put the balance out, I think the um, – I think the Patriots are going to win. Yeah, uh, Belichick. I think he's just going to he'll go mastermind on them and just start toying with them. Just yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Hot take. Hunter Henry two touchdowns saves my fantasy week. <laughs> um. <laughs> all right. Uh, Buffalo at Washington. Um. I I would have said last year this is an easy pick of Buffalo over Washington, but like Josh Allen has not looked that great. Sam Howell's balling. Um. I mean, I, I'm still I'm still going to go Buffalo, but like. Not as confident as I think I would have last year. Isn't that year. crazy? Yeah. I'm almost, I almost want to pick the Commanders. Right. Just because, I, I mean. I'm going to take the Redskins on that one. It's, I mean, it's, a, it's a bold move. I well, mean, we I, can't I, go two out of three. I'm going Bills. You can't go two out of three on the Redskins. Red, the Commanders, excuse me. I'm just going to keep saying Redskins. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I think they've got an, they've got an actual they have a chance. Yeah. Um, Sam Howell seems to play within his, um, his senses. He seems to know what he's doing and not well, trying to do Well, their defense is playing pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Where um, was that game at, you said? In DC? Washington. Okay. If it rains, that'd be an interesting Oh, it's scenario. supposed to rain, too. Yeah. So oh, man. if the field's messy, I think um, Washington, to me, has a better chance. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right. Moving to our 4 o'clock session, the Car- 405, sorry. Uh, Carolina versus Seattle in Seattle. Seattle. Uh, yeah. I'm going to. Speaking of rain. I think Seattle. Metca- gonna... Metcalf, no Metcalf. It doesn't matter, I think. Is Panthers... Metcalf not playing? Oh, he's questionable. He's been he? questionable. Yeah. I think Panthers are going to lose a lot of games at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go um, 425 slot. This might be the most lopsided win since <laughs> Dallas over the Giants would be Dallas versus Arizona. Um, I think, and it's in Arizona, but it doesn't matter. I think Dallas is going to yeah, annihilate them, and I think it's not going to be close. Mop the floor with yeah. them. Yeah, I think at this point in the year, I thought I thought Cap- the Cardinals were going to probably be zero wins until, will, to, until real late yeah. for the um, Caleb Williams lottery. Um, Panthers are going to be in that conversation with them. Um, the Cowboys are just going to overwhelm them, and I think it's going to get ugly early. Yeah. And that, I think it's going to continue to hurt the Cowboys long term. They put games mm-hmm. way too early. They're yeah. not a- actually able to have their starters – Offensively in those high pressure scenarios, right? And so when they do get in some games that are going to be a little closer, it's going to hurt them. Yeah. But um, can you complain about putting games away early? No. no. no I'm kind of excited not. about the Cowboys doing good. So I guess it's going to be so much better when they choke at the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Hate uh, the Cowboys, right, Stephen A. I love that. Uh, Hate the Cowboys. Dude. All right, four twenty five. Uh, Chicago versus Kansas City in Kansas City. Chiefs are going to mop. Them. I think the Chiefs are going to annihilate them. Be yep. Their defense looks so much better this year than I yeah. thought it was going to. And they haven't, the Chiefs haven't looked really, really good yet. No, they have not. So I think this is a game they're going to put everybody on notice. Yep. Justin Fields is kind of in, tr- in, in some trouble this week. You know, he maybe slipped. They asked, you know, what's keeping you from feeling like you're comfortable back there? He said coaching. He said coaching. <laughs> it was like a long pause afterwards. And then he came back later. He's like, I would never say coaching or players right. or drop balls. Like, I'll yeah, take the You said yeah, it. But you said it. You said it. <laughs> now, he didn't. if he didn't mean it, but he said it. And then their defensive coordinator resigned. Um, they've got a lot of turmoil. That, mean, that means you it said out. it even – you definitely said it because you, you said it. Yeah, you said it without even thinking it. Yeah, um, and it's true. And, and for him, if he's got someone in his ear saying, "Hey, you ought to think about this," or audible there, if he can't manage that, he may not need to be in the NFL right now. Fair. I mean, uh, and then our Sunday night game, Pittsburgh versus Las Vegas. 
I uh, this is the one that I don't know. This is the one that I think it go either way. Pittsburgh. Yeah, you it's cuz you want you need Pittsburgh for your fancy team to win. Is there, know, a good, I mean, is there a good TV series to watch Sunday night? <laughs> I don't That's know. The thing about game. Pittsburgh. It is. Pittsburgh and the Bears. Uh, I kind of thought both their offenses were going to be better at the beginning of the year. Right. Because they've got quarterbacks who've been there for their second year. They added some players. And you're like, all right, this should be exciting, new, fresh, new offense. No, they both looked terrible. Right. Like, um, Fryermuth was my ninth-round pick, first tight end for me. I only tight end I took in the draft. Thank and you. I dropped him. Appreciate that. Yeah, um, yeah. Because there was a lot of hype. They, he got one target last week. Yeah. And and the first week I ruled out because it was against the 49ers. Right. Um, Najee Harris looks terrible. This is Najee Harris' revenge game. He's going to make himself look fantasy relevant. Yeah. That's going to help me because after week four, I'm going to trade him for, um, I don't know, um, Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler somehow. And, um, somehow. My, my week's going to change. Austin Eckler, stay hurt for a little more. Uh, let's go, Najee. No Help shot. me out. Let's let's see this. Nick, I know you listen to this podcast. Nick, do not. You're not trade. A, you're not Austin Eckler. You're not okay in that trade, anyways. There's no shot. All right, moving to Monday night. Um, can we talk about the fact there's two Monday night games? I cannot stand that. That's dumb. I I hate the fact there are two Monday night games. That really bothers mm. me. Um, and they're an hour apart, so th- at some point they're both playing at the same time. I'm glad that they're I not that. one after the other, so I'm up until two in the morning. Right, right I'm glad they're not one after the other, but like, the f- I just, I don't know. I'm not, I would rather just... Doesn't that one. hurt their ratings? I mean, in I so, one, some way? I don't know. Um, well, it's so it's Philly-Tampa Bay at 7.15. Ooh. I, I mean... I, at Tampa Bay? It's at Tampa Bay. I'm going Tampa. I'm going to I'm gonna say Philly. Uh, it's, hard for me, it's hard for me to go against Same Philly. Same Philly, too, because... They're good, mean, man. Them winning a lot last year early wasn't like the Vikings winning a lot last year early. Yeah, they were. They prove they're proven to be a good team that can yeah. win in a lot of ways. If um if somehow the Buccaneers can shut down the pass, they're going to run all over you. And somehow the yeah. Buccaneers shut down the run, they're going to pass all over you. And their defense is elite. So I mean, right. they're a tough team to stop. I think it'll kind of expose Baker Mayfield a little bit. Um, I think they'll be able to shut down Evans, and he won't do what he did last week. So right, I'm going I mean, Eagles. I hope he does. I need him to. And yeah. then uh, Los Angeles Rams versus the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Rams win this game in Cincinnati. I don't. It's. I mean, I don't think the Bengals have figured it out. I don't think they're going to. I think the Rams are going to come in there and go. You know what? Kick a man we, wise we, down. We now know exactly who our identity is right now, and that's Kyron Williams and Puka Nakua. Good luck stopping us. No one has been able to do it yet, really. So like. Like Matthew Stafford's going to throw the ball to Nakua twenty times, like he did last week. Kyron Williams is going to run right down the Bengals' throat. Um, I'll, I'll say Rams too. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't think um, Joe Burrow is going to play. Is yeah. Jake Browning back up? Has he even thrown a pass in the NFL yet? I don't know. Probably not. Um, so, and you got a you got a lot of mouths to feed in that offense. It's going to be really interesting to see how Chase Higgins. You know, those guys deal with not getting the volume. Right. A.J. Brown had an issue last week with Hurts on the sideline, and Hurts managed it well. You know, everyone's passionate about wanting to win, mm-hmm. but what it almost made them lose. They threw – he threw to, to Brown intentionally on three or four plays, and they could have been running the ball, and they didn't yeah. get the first down. They got knocked out of field goal range. They ended up giving the ball back, and they ended up in a situation they could have lost that game because right. they were trying to be selfish. Um, so um, Rams, I think, are going to beat the Bengals, and the Bengals are going to have a conversation about coach on the hot seat. You're not getting rid of Joe Burrow. They just paid him. He's the second highest paid now that Mahomes got paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, they're going to 
the defense looks decent, so I think Coach is going to be in a little yeah, bit of trouble. With no Burrow, it's definitely, I'd definitely say Rams. Um, I'm shocked Mixon can't dominate a little bit. It's not. I mean, like I was just looking at stats, like team team leaders and stuff. Um, Matthew Stafford has 640 yards passing in comparison to Joe Burrow with only 300, which is wild. Right. That they've doubled that. Um, Kyron Williams has 104 yards, three touchdowns <laughs> on 29 attempts. Joe Mixon 115 yards, zero touchdowns on 26 attempts. So he has more yards on less attempts. Um, I, I know Joe Mixon has never seemed to be the. He had one game last year. A, which I was facing him in fantasy, where he had five touchdowns. <laughs> and that's like the greatest thing he's done, which, to be fair, would be like the greatest thing that most running backs have done in their career, five touchdowns in one game. Um, but he doesn't really seem to be that like takeover running back, though I can see why when you have Joe Burrow throwing to Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Um, I would like to do a quick shout-out, though. Uh, Puka Nakua has the like receptions record over first two games of any in like any receiver in history with 25. I think definitely um, people have underestimated the Rams. For sure they have. There was a lot of talk about, you know, I them not putting up myself. a fight. Um, I was really confident with the 49ers defense because I thought Arizona and the Rams are going to be walked over this year and the Rams put it to Yeah. um 49ers now 49ers won, but they they really It was a real game. Though. It was a real game. Um Matthew Stafford's the real deal. He's not fantasy relevant. No. Which is unfortunate because he can't run. Yeah, but um, he, mean, he can't throw. Yeah, Anthony Richardson in not even at halftime had 18 fantasy points and got knocked out with a concussion. Right. Um, Joe Burrow, for me, my starter, was like one point better after playing the whole game. So, like, you know, when you talk about fantasy, the guys with legs and can run the ball in. <laughs> guys um, with legs. Yeah, and evidently, um, you know, Stafford just doesn't have legs anymore. Yeah. Uh, um, fair. Um. All right. Well, I, I think that. I mean, obviously, at some point, I'd like to know if anybody would want us to. If anybody wants us to give like very specific fantasy advice, um, eventually we'll get to the trading section of our of our league, and then if you if you want us to give more advice, maybe earlier in the week on waivers, and that way we can kind of just talk about it. Um, maybe more of individually or do something, let us know. I think that yeah. the fantasy aspect of the NFL is, is an interesting, <coughs> an interesting concept. Not that, not that we're like fantasy experts, but we do care. I'd like to see how, um, league safeguard fan, uh, waivers, especially from becoming just the people who care. Right. Because like, I'm not saying that the bottom guys in our league don't care. We had a couple of guys that made some moves and waivers this week that haven't been. We've got some guys that will not make waiver moves. Absolutely. And so when they're at the bottom of the league and they're not making waiver moves, um, it's frustrating being at the top of the league. Um, that's where I, I think the advice for me is if I've got two guys that I don't get, I don't put in the third waiver, and I just don't put in a waiver mm -hmm. with the hope of getting whoever they drop first. Right. Um, so some of these options of either randomizing it or ha having sort of um, um, the, where you bet like there's a commodity that you put you know, like so many, you know, fantasy dollars on a certain player and you only get so many fantasy dollars for the year. Mm -hmm. Then at least I could say, you know what, I'm going to put all my fantasy money on this guy and hopefully Puka Nakua week two will be right. Puka Nakua week whatever. And it works for me. Right. Um, and then. You know, to say I wish that maybe I should lose so I could get better waiver picks, that stinks. <laughs> but we've got now mm -hmm. six teams in the playoffs. I kind of wish I would have lost one of my first games. Yeah. 
Being yeah. zero and two, it's such a tough life. Right. Or being two and zero. Excuse yeah, I know me. What you're saying. Yeah, 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 I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but if I was at the bottom, I would be really excited about some of these players. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Changes the season for you. And I drafted well. So I don't know what to do. I, I still would have a tough time getting rid of players. Yeah, I think I got kind of lucky, um, honestly, losing my second-week matchup because I scored more points than anyone else except two people. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, no, I lost with 140 points. Yes, yeah, so you still stayed above all the one-loss guys. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is no big deal, but that means I also get to pick before all you guys, which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, so um, You'll make a mistake. I will. I did already. I did already. I dropped Kyron Williams. I mean, like I already did. I'm going to regret dropping Fryermuth at some point. They're going to go off, and um, he'll it'll come back and bite me. But it is what it is. All right. Speaking of it, is what it is. Our draft this week. Um, We're gonna we're talking about best like stores that you went to consistently growing up, like in the mall or like kind of around town. That like department stores. Yeah, department stores. Things that like. I don't know. Maybe you have some story that you had when you were a kid, or just something that you frequented that you liked. Um, I do believe James has the first yes. pick this week. We're in a different okay. rotation, so it's weird. Normally, it would be me after. So we're gonna go now. We're counterclockwise, unless you want to switch it. I don't care. Um, all right, we'll just. I'm keep... from a different generation, so like I think a lot of my stops aren't as mall related. Okay. Um, or if they are, I think it's a different season of small stores we'll see all right well so we'll go james we'll keep it the same rotation james and then me that because i was supposed to have the middle pick and sometimes like having the middle pick is probably the worst in doing these so james you have first pick number one pick is going to toys r us um already ripped it off that was it dude classic no it's a great store i love toys r us toys r us was like a little kid's casino or something i don't even know what it is but like (laughs) I remember Little just going in there casino. and just it's just magical. It was it just is. a great place. No, I really like it was. I mean, R.I.P. Like just yeah, like that's Sad. so like stores like that that go away are so frustrating. You think that's why? A brand that comes why did back? it? I would love for it to. It's not like um, that. I don't want to. There's there's a couple on my list that are gone. I think gone forever. Aaron, uh, Aaron, <laughs> Aaron Hernandez, Hernandez but um, but I think Toys R Us as a big box store toy c- store could still be relevant. And it wasn't like some other toy stores. I don't know if you're going to reference KB. Mm-hmm. No. They're cheap. Yeah. Their toys are not good quality. You go into Toys R Us, and it's high-quality stuff. Yeah. It's all the name brand stuff. And Jeffrey, the giraffe. Legend. Dude, he's a legend. absolute legend. And they had a little bit of dyslexia in their sign, and it made me feel welcome. Yeah, it was. That backwards, backwards R was like, you get me. <laughs> yes. I love you. I well, and they, they had the sister company of Babies R Us, so they yeah. co- they completely owned the like the youth market. You know, It was solid. I'm really sad to see that one go yeah. also off of my list, which is really unfortunate. I had to take that one quick. No, as you should have, because if you didn't, I was. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Hibbit's Sports. Um, not the way that it is now, though, because when I was growing up, Hibbit's was an actual sports store. It was like the Dick Sporting Goods before Dick Sporting Goods existed. Okay. Um, and now you walk into a Hibbit Sports and it's like ghetto and it's like is that a Midwest thing or something? Or uh, no, there's actually one here. It's is just oh. it's just now it's like a it's a lot more like a Foot Locker than it used to be. Does Hibbit's Hibbit's travel with other um, brands now? Like whenever a, um, a Hobby Lobby goes in town, like a liquor store goes beside it or a TJ Maxx <laughs> and a Hibbit's, or is it? There's another sports store that's kind of like oh, there's a lot about. of market research of, of 
brands that travel together because it's it's beneficial for like all Dollar of General them. and Redbox. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. like if you look at some of those, I think Hibbets it, it is kind of regionally based, but it's a it's like Dick's Sporting Goods. Here it's like Hibbets and Popeyes. Like those always seem to be right next to each other. Okay, makes sense. Um, but no, I mean I don't. It's vastly different now than it used to be. It used to be more like. Uh, well, I don't know. I'm assuming, I don't know, maybe you guys would say, I won't, I don't, I won't say, never mind. So you might be on your list. All right, Corey, go ahead. Um, Spencer Gifts. Spencer's. Someone was Spencer's. Gonna, someone needed to say Spencer it. Spencer Gifts. And, and not because it's my favorite, but because I've really, I want to try to take some off your list this week. You did. Um, Spencer so. Gifts. It had just random stuff. You know, it had goofy stuff, things that were a little edgy. Yeah. Um, you might are they get a out t-shirt. Of Do what? Are they out of business? No, they got one. In the how, is, how are they not out of business with Toys R Us? Because. Well, there's, a, there's a whole section bunch of, of wasted Because they're the about. anti, it's sort of like a, I don't know, it's a rebellious store. Like, yeah. I think my parents were even like, you can't go in there. Oh, my parents <laughs> um, definitely did not yeah, because like Because they had like, there. I don't know, I think. The, they had incredibly inappropriate things in the back of that store. Yeah. Without but question. But not like. Yeah. Nah, yeah, they did. They but, did for sure. But there were just there were shirts like it would be like cheer, um, like the the brand of dishwashing detergent. Oh but yeah, it, yeah. The, instead of cheer, it was beer. Yeah, right. And so if you do, if you weren't paying attention, you would see this shirt and be like, oh, that's cheer because it's the brand. But they they changed it a little bit, and mm-hmm. they so they were on the edge of like rebellion for kids. So when yeah. you walked in, you're like, I don't belong here. But there was just cool stuff. There was stuff in there that you just can't find anywhere else. Yeah. And so it was just, um, it was a neat store. It kind of felt wrong. And for, so that rebellious youth mall period for me was like, ooh, I'm going to Spencer Gifts. The oh, yeah. one that we had near us, they always had the best uh, sports poster selection. We yeah. kind of oh. sift so through had, the like, posters. So they normal stuff. And, then and they'd always throw they one poster in there like, like, whoa, whoa, hmm. got to flip quick. You get that. So <laughs> that's funny. Spencer Gifts. Second pick, Corey. Second pick. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take Sam Goody. Sam Goody. Oh, Sam Goody. Sam so Goody. that's um, that's a little di- different generation, but for me, yeah. CDs, and specifically when I was younger, <laughs> cassette tapes. Yes, I could go in and buy singles of like, um, right. You know, certain songs that came out from a big hit. So if like. Um, Guns N' Roses put out something, or Metallica, or New Kids on the Block, or whatever. When I was middle school to high school, you could go in and spend just a couple bucks and get the single cassette, and it would have two songs, one on each side. Um, and so Sam Goody was that, and then CDs. It, you, you couldn't get CDs at Walmart if you went to Snoop Dogg. Oh, right. It was a big deal. Like we're driving down the road yesterday to come to church. Mm-hmm. This Jeep pulls up, no doors, and he, he's got Snoop Dogg's. Ain't nothing but a gangster party. Oh, yeah. And I rolled the window down. Laura Beth said, do you really want to listen to this? And I said, yes, this is <laughs> some <laughs> of my childhood. Absolutely. The kids are all excited to back. And so I remember buying a Snoop Dogg CD at Walmart and getting really excited because he was very wildly popular when I was right. in, in high, middle school, high school. Did Still you? is today, right? And Walmart edits their songs. I didn't know that. Yeah. And I appreciate used to have the that clean now version as a parent. Too. But as a young youth, I wanted to hear the song, and like thirty percent of it's bleeped out. I didn't want to hear the cuss words, but I didn't realize how many cuss words are in the song. Yeah. And so um, I remember going back to Walmart and being like, "I don't, I don't want this." And they're like, "Why not?" Yeah. And it was, well, it's edited, and there's like, we edited all of ours. And so, Sam Goody was a place where I could go and get the actual music, and then make the, the conscious decision as a consumer to not repeat the words and be a right. better person. But it, but experience the but pop culture of that period of time in its full um, glory, I guess. Did you ever buy blank tapes 
Yeah. And record. You could record off the radio. Yeah. You make a mixtape. I never made a mixtape for a girl necessarily. Um, I had a maybe I burned some CDs back when Napster was a thing. I don't know if we want to oh, talk yeah. about. I was a LimeWire guy. <laughs> <laughs> At one point, I thought the feds were coming for me. I had Man, a lot of songs. I was, <laughs> I was using that up, but I would burn a CD or two for um, for Laura Beth even. So nice. That's yeah. cute. Um, All right. So and speaking of Sam Goody. Speaking of burning um, CDs and oh, whatnot, I was a big. Uh, I I went to Hot Topic a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Hot Topic is. I mean, it's it's sort of like Spencer's, but like less. A little more emo gothic. Well, it's more. It's more emo. Yeah. Like it's where I went and got my dashboard confessional and like Fallout Boy. Is this, this is my second pick. Is Hot okay. Topic. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not letting you talk about a pick and not take it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hot Topic is my it. pick. Hot no, topic. I, no, I did. That was absolutely gonna be the pick. Was I, that your nickname in high school? You wore eyeliner when you uh, went to Hot Topic. <laughs> no, but I did have. <laughs> when I did have hair, I had frosted tips. Um, in eighth yeah. grade, it was a. It was a time. I need to see some pictures, uh, dude. Hopefully, they are all burned (laughs) and gone forever. Um, But yeah, I mean, you'd go in there and you needed a like a t-shirt, like a band t-shirt that was black. That's where you went. Um, You needed. um, I mean, for some people, yeah, you needed eyeliner, you need your fingernails painted, or any of that kind of stuff. That really wasn't my jam, but I did like Fallout Boy and. was it linked? It was probably linked right next door to the piercing pagoda or something. Yeah. It was right next to Claire's for sure, <laughs> um, <laughs> like in the mall. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was a uh, very, very similar to Spencer's, but m- like more. Like I don't know if like less inappropriate stuff is the word to say. So Spencer Gifts has garbage bell kids. Hot Topics got tarot cards. Yes, <laughs> like they're worshiping Satan in the back. More than likely, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. That's where you went and bought your Marilyn Manson tickets. Yeah. It is. Absolutely, it is. Um, yeah. All right. So, hot topic. I'm going with Peaches. It was a, uh, a music store. I don't oh. know if it was like a local, uh, I guess it was a regional thing. Yeah. I've never heard of Peaches. We used to ride our bike up there. It was it was amazing. Like, that's, that's exciting. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. I want anyone, anyone who has ever been to a Peaches, please. And somebody had to, yeah. Go to the comment section that doesn't exist and we please tell us. I'm gonna, I want to Google it. Google it, yeah, I Peaches. Not, no, Google I can't Google it no, right now. No, Peach, it will ruin your search history Give it forever. a Google. Be specific. Peaches Music uh, Store. You have to be specific <laughs> if you're looking that up. Peaches Music. Go ahead. You keep talking about yeah, Peaches. No, it's, it's the same concept as the Sam Goody. Okay. But yeah, we used to ride our bikes up there. You know, you get your CDs, your tapes. Oh, dude. Ride it was, bike. You live close to the mall then. I used to, I, I had no guidance. I'd ride my bike 20 miles in a day. No guidance. <laughs> we had, see the mall for us, um, I grew up three counties away from a mall. So it would have been 20 or 30 minutes to get to Clarksville to the mall. They had River Falls and um, Green Tree. Green Tree is still open. River Falls is a Bass Pro now. Okay. And if I went to go to the real mall, I'd go to Louisville. And it's Louisville, like 40, baby. 40 minutes an Matthew? hour. Um, so we didn't go to the mall much. But did, we did. did you find Peaches? No. Did you find oh, it? I, I did. did. I up? found Peaches Record Store. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, very, very <laughs> classic. <laughs> Man, didn't take it off my list, though. Corey. There, I no, mean, no James? James, third pick. Uh, third pick is going to um, I'm gonna go with the Disney store. Okay, that's a great mm-hmm. that's a great one actually. It used you know, to be in the mall as well. Um, 
I don't even, do they even have Disney stores they're anymore? They're in um they're in like outlet malls. You go to Gatlinburg, yeah. okay. Pigeon Forge, they're out there. We we go every time we're near a Disney store Lord Beth goes. It was like a little magical trip in itself. You, you know go my wife's a magical vacation plan? I do. I do. Yeah, she I do, can yeah. take care of all your Disney needs, <laughs> your cruises and yeah. I'm not going on Corey's a cruise. phone number is <laughs> <laughs> You can look her up at um Magical Vacation Plan. We'll no, but I remember my grandparents used to take me to Disney World. We went a handful of times growing up and you go actually you'd go buy your tickets there back in the day. Really? It was it was classic. They'd give you a little uh magazine with all like the uh theme-based park stuff. See, and, and you're at a really good spot right now with the age of your kids where if you found a Disney store, they would love it. Yeah, yeah. You would spend a ton of money in there. Yeah, I would. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. I enjoy playing with Disney stuff. Yeah, well, take them to Winterfest, go to Pigeon Forge, Forge, hit up the Disney store. I'd rather just go to Disney. Yeah. Well, we can help you with that. <laughs> that would help me, really, more than it'll help you. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to go with uh, Hollister. Um, oh, I, I thought was, for sure you'd be Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh, no, that one was uh, I was too fat for that store. Um, <laughs> I was I was too wide. Uh, but Hollister had clothes that fit me, which was great. Um, also, they had this cologne called Fierce, I believe, that was like everyone and their mother was like, I want to, I want to use that cologne, and like all the girls loved it, and I used way too much of it for like two years <laughs> of my life, and. Um, Hey, it's like going in there in an Abercrombie. You like pass out because all the colognes that are in there. Yes, uh, yeah, and you're like, and there's barely any lights. It's all so dim. You're like, I can't see anything. And I think that was so that you would you would still pay the prices because the t-shirts <laughs> and everything were so expensive you couldn't see it when you were looking. Oh, I got a quick story about Abercrombie. We went there. I was there. I think it was like middle school. Walking with walking around the mall with a date. Yeah, and we went into Abercrombie, <laughs> and I went to go spray the cologne. Yeah, and I sprayed it in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> It was the most embarrassing thing ever. Oh man, I can only. I bet that's so. Yeah, like, like dip your crying. face in the in the fountain in the mall. <laughs> <laughs> but like you're trying to be cool at the same time. You're like, no, it's fine, it's fine. I'm all right. Just give me a second. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Hoster was a you know your preppy like almost ironically like, sort of beachy. <laughs> yeah, I mean almost yeah, the opposite. Like goal is their logo. Like, okay. Ironically, almost the opposite of Hot Topic. But like somehow I made sure that I went to both those yeah, stores. So like in the mall. American Eagle made your own trend. Hollister, Abercrombie Fitch. Maybe it was like late high school into college. Yeah, and then. You know, then it became sensory overload for like Abercrombie. You'd walk up and the music is loud. It, the yeah. cologne is, I mean, they're <laughs> possibly <laughs> almost naked models standing out there in their clothes, yeah. like in just their underwear, like live people. Oh, yeah, yeah, for like, sure. I don't know about There's I a Netflix documentary right about Abercrombie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there is. So, um, so I kind of stayed away from them. Um, and then um, Old Navy came popular, and you're like, okay, I can get kind of, you know, great value Abercrombie for cheaper. And so I'll just go. Yeah, for it. sure you could. Um, that's my third and fourth. Yes. All right. I'm hitting the food court. <laughs> yes. And, um, in, the, in the food court, baby. <laughs> Auntie Anne's pretzels. Oh yeah. Um, we've got one of those at the. Well, hold on. That could change my whole list here if we throw in food in the mix. <laughs> you need to be you need more de- more developed than peaches. It sound like you hit the food court already peaches. over there. Peaches. Uh, we're gonna start calling you peaches here on the podcast. Peaches. I um, we've got an Auntie Anne's at the at the mall here in Norfolk. Yeah. Um, it's it's so close to Virginia Beach, but it's not. It's in Norfolk. Yeah, um, but the outlet malls, and we'll go there with the kids, and on a Sunday afternoon after church, and that'll be lunch. Yeah. I love Auntie Anne's; they're so good. Yes, um, but um, the Auntie Anne's pretzels for sure. Renee will growl at somebody if you eat her pretzel. <laughs> she is a sucker for some Auntie Anne's. Yep. And then uh, my fourth pick, Blockbuster Video. Oh, That's dude, a great one. 
That's a yeah. great one. Um, we had one in our town. Um, the family video, some of those were popular yeah. choices, but we didn't have cable growing up. Um, and so we had, if we wanted to watch anything sort of new or up and coming, um, we'd have to go to a Blockbuster store. And the excitement to pull back that you know empty case and to see one actually behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, Be so, kind and rewind. Yeah, man. So we watched a lot of Blockbuster. We recorded a lot of videos on, on the... Uh, the um, the VHS, or um, we'd watch a lot of VHS recordings. In fact, Roman, you made fun of me the other day. I said we should tape that, and you were like, "It's yeah. video record, Corey. Yeah, no one tapes anything no anymore." One tapes but anything I still anymore. have that vernacular <laughs> um, from um, from that. But Blockbuster Video, it was a it was a local thing I could go to, and you know, it was a, it was exciting. It was fun. It, it meant that it was going to be a fun night at the house. Yeah, um, a kind of a relaxed, chill night. So, um. All right, I'm going to go uh, with Radio Shack. Um, oh, it's on my list. Was it really? It, I'm, I wasn't going to do it, yeah. but it was on my list. Well, I'll tell I mean, you why in a minute. I'm going to let you tell your story. It was one of those where like, you went in and it was like, I'm king here because like my parents didn't really know, or I just assumed my parents didn't know yeah. anything about the store and all the electronics and whatnot. And I was like, well, let me show you how any of this works. And I know how to get, oh my gosh, they have this. There's... Their CD player is a six-disc changer. Oh, my gosh. And you're like, this is incredible. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was just, like, the epitome of, like, all... Like, because, you know, you walked into Walmart as a kid, and you're like, I'll be in the electronic section, Mom. I'll see you later. Yeah. And and Radio Shack was just the electronic section, and you're like, this is amazing. I love yeah. all of it. Is it, like, Best Buy now? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'm, I remember the first time I made, a, I think, an important purchase for me. We had a yard sale. It was before yeah. we went on a Florida vacation. And so we were all kind of getting our spending money built up at the yard sale. And I bought a yellow Sony Walkman. Yeah. Oh, nice. And, mm-hmm. um, and I listened to probably Four Nine Blondes and all these other songs. And I'm, I would walk 500 oh, yeah. <laughs> miles. I mean, I, those, see, those tapes are just nonstop. Um, but my first vehicle, I had an old 72 Chevy um, truck my dad had given me. And I went to Radio Shack, and they installed the CD player Pioneer. Um, first, oh, nice. uh, first time I'd had a system in a truck. And uh, two days later, I broke a telephone pole in half with it. And <laughs> saved the the CD player, put it in my next truck. But like a, just the CD player, you had like a speakers and everything. Yeah, they, they had the whole thing installed because oh, wow. it didn't have. I mean, it was a seventy two oh, at that yeah, point. Yeah, it was ninety seven, yeah. ninety six. So I mean, it was whatever was in there was gone. Um, it could have been an A track even. But they they put the speakers in the doors. They cut the dash. They did all the install. It was great. Nice. I was so excited. And the radio wasn't why I had the accident. I was um I was a little too much like Bo Duke or Luke Duke. Um, we got a little squirrely on the gravel road because there are squirrely on turn three, <laughs> and um and uh, came out of it a little hot. And the um, telephone post stopped me, or at least half of it did. Mm. So nice. Uh, all Shack. right, bring back memories. That's you. I'm going with uh, Radio Shack's Big Brother, Circuit City. Dude, that Ooh. was on the. Li- I almost said that Circuit instead of Radio. Sh- I love Circuit City. Best Buy before Best Buy. It was. Uh, I remember going there and they had this section with it was the same same concept, the CD players and stuff, mm-hmm. and they had speakers. You can go in this room yes. and just like bass out to yes. yourself. So were you awesome. like bass speakers in your car when you? No, first? I didn't have any. No, but I, never I, did I either. Well, I knew those guys, and um, in fact, one of the I don't know if Deshaun Vega. He oh, came yeah. by the house um, a few months ago and stayed for a bit, and he was like, you got to see my speaker system. Oh, good. And he turned it on, and I thought the whole neighborhood, I thought I was going to get a call from the police. It was <laughs> insane. But I just never got into that. I had some friends who did, and I remember some long evenings just trying not to 
get motion sickness or die from the amount of reverberation in the back seat of those cars. But yep, yeah. Um, All right, your last rest in peace, Circuit City too. I know, right? Uh, Last pick is going to a store called Britches. Britches. It's like the conservative uh, Abercrombie. Oh, same concept. It was just a. I don't Conservative know. They had without all the uh, yeah. ripped up clothes and tight shirts. Oh. They had like polos and khakis and jeans. It right. Was, uh, yeah. You're no, like from another world. Yeah. Peaches and britches. Peaches and britches. Peaches and britches. Britches and peaches. Nope. <laughs> Those seem like they belong together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Google it. It's pretty legit. Google it. That was a mall store. Give it a Google. <laughs> no. Sounds like something my grandpa would say. Britches. Uh, britches. Uh, all right. My. My last pick is going to go to Lifeway Christian Bookstore. There you uh, go. Yeah, right. I hear you. As a as a preacher's kid, I was in that store way too much as a child. But I will say, you could go to the back, and they had demo CDs of every CD that they had there where you could take it and then listen to it on the headphones that I thought they were the most comfortable headphones of all yes. time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, this experience is incredible. Where can I get these headphones? Um, but you know, you just sit there and listen to the entire like Super Chick album or um, Wow hits, um, <laughs> and just Kids Bop, dude. No, no, no. was not a Kids Bop person. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like it was a, you know, I look at it now like I wish it existed so that I could I, I could go like I mean it exists online, but it, there's yeah. no brick no more brick and mortars, and so I wish that I could go. And like physically pick up books and have to order. We them. found a found one in Virginia Beach the other day because we needed a curriculum. Yeah, like the next day for one of the kids' classes. Right. Um. And it was the smells are all the same. That's awesome. You know, they it's it's definitely the anti Spencer hot topic with the shirts. Oh yeah. Like they've got what seems to be a brand, but it's like where it says Coca Cola, but it says Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, something Those like, are, yeah. That's my favorite one. Yeah. So they really they get you. <laughs> For sure. You know, James, I was talking about the Radio Shack. I think um, Circuit City may have been what installed my... I think I may have been a Circuit City purchase. That sounds yeah. right. Instead of Radio they Shack. They did have the... Uh, yeah, the music in Phoenix, yeah. they're called so. Fries, by the way. They call them Fries in Phoenix. It's not Circuit City. It's called Fries. It's weird. F-R-Y-E-S? F- yeah, F-R... I think, I think so. I think I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. But it's like the exact same thing. And I was so excited to go into one. This is my last bit. This is your last... This is the last The bit. last bit. This is the last This is Mr. Irrelevant. All right. This is... Kratz Sporting Goods. Kratz. Kratz. K R A T Z. Z. Love it. Love a Z. Love Before a the Z, Z was like edgy, it's yeah. a family name, and it was in um, Clarksville, <laughs> Indiana. Um, Kratz is where we did all of our preseason sporting good purchases. So cleats, gloves, new oh, yeah. bats for baseball. Um, so they did all your school apparel. So if um, any of the local schools, they had a monopoly on local schools because no one did printing. Right. And house or any kind of local, so the, everyone came there and got their gear for their schools. Um, so I, it was a, such a big deal for me to go in before the baseball season began and pick out a new bat, right? Or um, you know, the glove is something that I probably use the same glove throughout most of my childhood, right? But um, getting new cleats and getting fitted for cleats, like I liked Foot Locker and some of those places getting new shoes, but I didn't care about that as much as I did my baseball gear. Oh, yeah. Kratz was just the place. In fact. When I was a youth minister, first time um, youth minister there um, in Jeffersonville, um, we had a couple of the guys. We went and got some shirts made, and we went to Kratz. And they were still open, and um, we had a. I had a guy actually, Jimmy Pratt, the other day sent me a message, and he found his old Cougar Click shirt, and it was. Um, we we 
me and uh, three other guys, like four or five of us, all had these personalized shirts made at Kratz. Yeah. And went to Freed Hardeman during their, um, um, uh, it wasn't Horizons. Um, it was one of their youth rally things, and um, we wore them all that yeah. together. We thought we were big stuff. Oh, but, I, but Kratz was um, very nostalgic for me because it meant baseball season was approaching, and it was a, it was a treat to go to Kratz. Right. So well, there'll, there'll be some Kratz comments. I know Rick Leach will probably be a big Kratz guy. Sweet. Um, but um, Kratz still, was not in the mall. Is it still there, I though? I still think so. Yeah, I believe so. Um, but it was a definitely uh, it was a staple of Clarksville. So um, yeah. Sweet. Well, hey um, – you know, obviously, I would I would tell you like, <coughs> let us know what stores you went to growing up. But we don't really have a platform yet for us for you guys to do that. It will be. You know what? We're gonna have this on Instagram. <laughs> Nick Glass is gonna be our social media guy. Nice. He's, we've already talked about it. He said he would do it. Okay. Um, so you have an opportunity on Instagram um, to check it out. You're not uh, getting paid, Nick. N- no. Um, Can we make him the new intern? Yeah. Well, right. Um, I missed the intern, by the way. I, I listened to the, I listened to one of the episodes the other day with the intern. Yeah, we should bring Nick in for some umpiring advice. It's a great idea for he, baseball. He tossed season. the kid oh. the other day. Yeah, he did. did. Twelve he year did. old. Wait, nice. hold on. It might be a story. Let's, let's let him tell that story. We'll That's have fine. we'll have him in. Um, we actually have some guests that we are going to bring in over the next few weeks. Um, I'm looking forward to talking to them. They they're going to bring insight that we cannot because of what they have done. Yeah. Um, and and uh, it's going to be a good one. Uh, uh, thank you guys for joining us this week, and uh, hopefully you'll be with us next week. See ya.